0: First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Hrutis. Well, it's a sort of period where we spend 16 days talking about uh, activism against violence against women and children. It's sort of part officially of the United Nations um, uh, campaign, which is why it has the title that it does. But every year we end up having the same sort of conversations. I noticed yesterday, um, just sort of almost picking up from what Churchill was saying, Deputy President Paul Machatille was saying that we should not, that we need to be sort of harsher on people who are found to be involved. gender-based violence we're talking of course really about men attacking women Uh, lifeline has suggested now that uh, there should be a sort of memorandum there was a a march over the uh, in cape town over the weekend that says doctors and medical staff must report cases of statutory rape so the idea would be to try and enforce that kind of reporting and we know in the past though that often what happens is that a teenage girl under the age of 16 won't report a case or won't tell people who, you know, sometimes the father of their child is. Pina Kudasung is the CEO of the Soul City Institute. Pina, good morning.
1: Good morning, Stephen. How are
0: you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, do you support the idea that would make it mandatory for doctors or medical staff to report cases of statutory rape?
1: Because, um, you know, and, and we need to understand the chain of events. When a teenager presents, the first place they would present at is a clinic or a hospital when they are pregnant. So in that chain, the first person to receive this child should, because we all have a duty to report, be able to lodge a case to say, I'm seeing a 10-year-old here who's pregnant, and by law, this is a violation, so this person must be reported, right? So when they report this 10-year-old, then she must... uh, disclose who the father is so that we can determine whether statutory rape has happened or not. And in fact, a 10-year-old being pregnant is statutory rape. So there's nothing to determine except that we are then reporting an issue. And what that will do, Stephen, is that it will help in capping the number of cases. Because right now, it's just happening. No one is being accountable. There's no one being held to account for that. And so we need everybody's involvement in getting to the end result which is to reduce these number of cases or to bring to book those who are perpetrating violation against these young
0: girls so i mean i agree with everything you say in terms of the um, aim of it at the moment when cases of statutory rape are reported do the police actually do anything from there what i'm trying to get to is we want to increase the number of convictions for statutory rape it would it would need to we would need to show that cases being reported now actually leads to people being held accountable legally is that happening now if it's not happening now just increasing the number of cases reported won't make much difference
1: unfortunately the benchmark is very low even across all rape cases without necessarily isolating statutory rape our conviction rate right now is sitting at less than 8% right so that doesn't give a good picture. It doesn't motivate to say, if we report these things, Mm -hmm. we know for sure something will be done. But it doesn't mean we mustn't do it. We must be intentional. We must push for conviction to go up and we must push for reporting. So the more we report and the more we convict, I think the more we are then solving the problem.
0: So what happens, and I know this has happened um, many times, um, and we've spoken to the South African Council for Educators around this, that um, you, it, people will know um, that you know the girl is pregnant. Um, they will they will suspect it's an older person, and sometimes the, the teenagers, she won't say who the father is. She won't say who the person is and in other cases she'll tell the family who the person is and that person will pay them off i mean it's a terrible story but they'll pay the money so that they don't report it um and this gets us to quite difficult territory
1: it does and education around gender norms and how we deal with behavior pertaining to the gender norms in societies is something we need to deal with it has been normalized you know this thing of uh, rape is normalized where an older man can have a relationship with a younger woman because of the provision, the material provision, you know, the the money that is being received, mm. sometimes knowingly to the parents of the child, you know, uh, that this child is dating this older person, but because they are getting money, they look the other way. We also need to engage traditional leaders around how they handle cases like this because in some communities, the case will be presented, you know, at the chief's uh, crawl, and they decide that you must you know, pay damages, mm. as they mm. call it, with a cow, with a goat, which again enables perpetration, mm. because if somebody has enough cows, they will rape as many young women, knowing mm. that all I will do is pay. Of the packages, mm-hmm. so we need to be very intentional, very strict. Apply the laws and not, you know, work around the laws, mm-hmm. but apply the laws as they are stated in in our constitution and also in the different bills that exist.
0: Pina Kurasang, thank you, CEO of the Soul City Institute with